Hey, this is Kate Nocera. You're listening to No One Knows Anything, the BuzzFeed News Politics Podcast. We're on our summer series right now, uh, but there's some big breaking news we wanted to fill you in on. Senate Republicans have finally figured out a way to move forward on some kind of health care repeal. But what exactly will end up happening, what they will end up voting on, we don't really know. Joining me now to discuss all of this is political editor Catherine Miller. We're recording at 11.30 a.m. on a Wednesday, and I'm telling you that because by the time you listen to this, who knows what could have happened. Hey, Catherine. Hey. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm waiting for um, healthcare <laughs> votes that aren't... Uh, do we... I. You just said in your intro that, that you think we don't really know what's going to happen, which I'm not yeah. going to predict anything, and you know better than me, but yeah, it doesn't seem like any of these healthcare bills are going to actually pass... Well, let's back up a little bit. Okay. So on Tuesday, they voted on something called a motion to proceed, which is basically, the as Trump described it... The motion to talk. The motion to talk. It's so, <laughs> they, it's like kind of sweet, actually, the motion to talk. It's like how you'd explain it to like a your child. Yeah. Like they're just, they're going to, they're going to decide to have a conversation. So they, they got... 51 votes barely it was tied and then mike pence uh, you know broke the tie uh so they they were able to move forward to vote on a series of different plans including the senate health care plan with some you know ted cruz ideas mixed in there today they're going to vote on a straight repeal bill only that would just repeal the law but delay that for two years so they could maybe figure out something else in the meantime because it's going so well right like this is always the thing with congress so like like this was like the whole sequester thing and like every time they you know put in a deadline it's like we'll figure it out in 2019 (laughs) and then 2019 rolls around and like oops hasn't been figured out well, I guess we have another deadline. So then finally, so so then I guess the next plan, what I'm what I've heard in the last, you know, 12 hours uh, is that they're going to vote on something called skinny repeal, quote unquote, uh, which would just repeal like tiny pieces of the law as it currently stands to give them some kind of win. So like repealing the individual mandate and the pl- employer mandate. The idea of the skinny repeal, right, is that it would be like, I'm not saying this is what it is, but the idea, like the conceptual idea of a skinny repeal sort of is, mm-hmm. we'll make some sort of cosmetic change that yeah. will we can treat as a win, even though it's probably not a substantive policy win. But to repeal the individual mandate really guts the the main mechanism that, that funds hey. Obamacare. So like yeah. that would, I don't know that that would really be like a, it's like a you're not really voting to do anything better, but probably voting to expedite the demise of demise of the, the individual care yeah and the individual yeah. or the the, the healthcare exchanges right. So I, t- I mean in my mind that that only kind of then spurs them to actually have to I mean maybe the hope is that like. Democrats then come to the table to try and figure something out if things get bad enough. I don't know. I'm just having a trouble like envisioning the Rose Garden ceremony for an individual mandate repeal. But like that they're absolutely going to treat it as like, yo, no, we totally 
It was our promise. Which is to amazing because it's, this is so unpopular. It really, I mean, it's staggeringly yeah. unpopular. And I think I would imagine that, you know, Obamacare's unpopularity has increased over time, though it is pretty unpopular with certain groups of people, like people who don't qualify for subsidies but right. are on the individual market and are like paying lots and lots of money for their health care. So much money. Yeah. Right. Uh, those people don't like Obamacare, and that seems like a fair assessment on their part. Um, it is like a more popular law, but there's, a, you know, some unpopularity. This, All of this health care stuff from Republicans has been, I mean, we're talking like 10% popularity. And I think a big part of that is probably the, just the sheer amount of confusion and yeah. lack of, you know, it, it is it is truly a negative message effort too it's not even like republicans are out describing why it will be good right because they can't even right. agree on what they're doing the the most stunning thing i saw today was like let's just get to the lowest common denominator and we can agree on that and like republicans were like re- retweeting it and t- like yeah yay lowest common denominator what? yeah <laughs> i mean it's this is the thing is it, it's not it's it. I mean, it truly is. If Philip Klein of the Washington Examiner has written about this, it's truly a failure of epic proportions within the Republican Party that for years they promised something, i.e. to repeal Obamacare. I mean, they campaigned on it for literally seven years and clearly never had actually really intellectually put together the realistic plan that they wanted to pursue because nothing nothing this year has been you could nothing you could describe this year as being ambitious like even if you disagree with conservatives on lots of things like you couldn't say this year oh they you know they really put together a market they're going to fix the healthcare system they're going to try to make it you know make it more efficient make it more cost effective uh, right. use markets make it freer for people to make choices and that you know kind of the more of a capitalist approach that that would you know have different drawbacks but ideally would you know give people more options and more purchasing power and that kind of thing yeah it's not like they were go- they not they didn't even do that they all they've been doing basically is a real half-hearted effort to meet this campaign promise that they clearly i mean that was clearly intellectually dishonest that was just not something they were prepared to actually do even though they promised it for years right i mean even eric eric canner who was the uh majority leader in the House of Representatives before he was ousted by sort of a Trumpian Tea Party uh, person. I mean, Eric Cantor's like pretty conservative guy yes. and really led the charge in the House along with John Boehner against Obama. I mean, he was sort of what like they, they when they when they only had the House, it was you know against Democrats, against Obama, against Obamacare. We must repeal Obamacare. We got to tear it out, root and branch. And Eric Cantor this week. Said in an interview, uh, I believe in in uh, the Washingtonian. Yes. Yeah. No, that was you know couldn't really do that. A telling <laughs> thing was years ago when uh, this was a, this was several years ago. I'm sure you actually covered this when you were a healthcare reporter, but I was observing this from the sidelines. Some Republicans wanted to fix something in Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Cantor was one of them. That mm-hmm. effort was killed by primarily Cruz people, Ted Cruz people, and Heritage. Because they didn't want to fit. Basically, they didn't want to fix anything in it because the part of the, the, the larger strategy was we can't fix anything in it because then we will lose people who want to repeal it all. Right. I mean, this is the situation that they're in, which is they've locked themselves into this promise 
to do something deeply unpopular that nobody particular that isn't even particularly thought out. It's not right. like Republicans are promising. Well, yes, people will lose coverage with people will lose coverage. However, like this is what they will get in the long run. This is what's worth it. This is why we yeah. have a majority. And there and, and, a, and a lot of the conversation around the the like quote unquote lose coverage is like people will choose not like right. people will now have a choice where they will not have to like that is what people with less insurance means but it's not obviously yeah, I mean, millions a, yeah. that are being projected <sighs> i mean the thing the the last thing and sort of the the looking forward thing is i think a lot of these votes are going to fail i i don't i mean last night nine republicans didn't vote for one of the things i mean that's that's a lot of loss on a, on right. a republican bill but even if they all fail and technically everything's the same as it was when the year began, the, the big question to me is my understanding of Obamacare is that it's not it's like a garden and you have to like tend it and you can't just like <laughs> let it go be free on its own. Like you have to fund it. You have to fix things in it. You have yeah. to keep updating the regulations and like all this stuff. Yeah, and so much of Obamacare was implemented through HHS regulations. The law left a lot of discretion up to the Health and Human Services Secretary, who, you know, yeah. it is now Tom Price. It is now Republican Tom Price, who he has so much power now to see whether Obamacare lives or dies. I mean, you can see it, too, in kind of the way they have been advertising things. I mean, HHS put a lot of money into trying to get people to sign up for Obamacare. Now they're taking that money sort of to put it towards an anti-Obamacare campaign. And what happens now, like when, if they're ostensibly stuck with Obamacare, yeah. at least for another year? I mean, the thing is, that, like, healthcare is, like, here, here, I think Sarah Cliff and I talked about this in a, in a recent episode. This is never going away. Like, we will be discussing this for years and years and years to come. So look forward to that, everyone. <laughs> it never ends. Catherine, thanks so much. Thank you. 